welcome to Parkside Chat. For those of you that remember the legendary Into the Cloud event of 2018 that served as our kickoff to the smooth transition to one-to-one Chromebooks and blended learning in our district, we are looking to top that experience by introducing the 2020 community event entitled Operation Genius. Based off of what Google calls 20% time, students will get to become creators and innovators, solving mysteries and problems that interest them while making the world a better place. I'm your host, Jess Ivanelli, and I have with me Ms. Kristen Carroll, an EPHS special education teacher whose presentation about the project in her classroom sparked the idea to incorporate student choice and voice into a district-wide project. Thanks, Jess. It's Whoa, a pl- no one's ever said thank you when I've introduced them in a podcast. All of you other people that are going to podcast soon, you should take this example. Continue. It's a pleasure to be here today. Uh, so over the summer last year, I read a book by John Spencer and A.J. Giuliani called Empower, What Happens When Students Own Their Learning. And in it, the authors talk about the importance of empowering students to take ownership in their education. Now, there's lots of ways to make that happen, but one way in particular is by having students participate in a Genius Hour project. Well, I, of course, immediately loved the idea and knew it was something that I wanted to implement in my instructional English class. When I presented the project idea to my students last year, they were a little apprehensive at first um, because it was something completely different than they'd ever done before. But by the end of the project, uh, students shared that it was their favorite part of our class because they were finally able to learn about what they were passionate about while in school. And I think what's important about that, too, is that some of our students have gotten really good at playing school, right? And then when you challenge them by asking them to be creative, they say, where's that checklist? What am I supposed to do next? Uh, What is this all about? And they get flustered by that because they aren't used to being in control of their own learning. And that's what we're trying to do through this project. So for those of you listeners out there, imagine if you had an unlimited amount of time, no responsibilities, and money was not an issue. You could do anything you wanted to learn a new topic, acquire a new skill, what would you do and how would you spend your time? I think I would learn, for me, I would learn one of those symbol languages, so like Chinese or Japanese, because that would take an incredible amount of focus time. I don't know, what would you do? Uh, I've always wanted to learn how to play the guitar. Um, And it's just something that I never had the opportunity to when I was a kid. And now being older and kids myself, I've just never had that opportunity. It's that sit-down time. It's Mm -hmm. that focus time. So what if we asked our students the same question and then actually allowed them the time to do it? So that's where Genius Hour comes in. So this idea is based on a practice that's actually done by Google. So they provide their employees with 20% of their work time to pursue their passions. And actually it's had great results because Google what is it? Google Gmail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of apps and extensions that they yeah that we use that every day, time. and it was all um, produced through this Genius Hour project that they're allowed to do. So the main reason um, that we want to do this at school is student choice. Just like you said before, kids get too good at playing school um, and they don't really have a choice in what they want to learn. And obviously we want kids to graduate someday and choose a field that they're interested in. And how are they going to know what they're interested in unless they start exploring that now? So, Especially since we don't know what jobs there are going to be out there in the next five to ten years. So in this event, the children that can participate will be grades six through twelve. They're going to be able to ones that are going to do the projects that are going to become the innovators. They're going to have the option to participate in all the aspects of this project. 
If you're thinking to yourself, well, that's not fair. I've got a third grader. What can my child do? Well, anybody who shows up to the event gets to actually participate in the voting. So there'll be a popular vote, and everyone who comes to the event gets two tokens, one for the middle school group and one for the high school group, and they're going to be able to listen to the presentations, look at what's being presented, pick their favorite project, and drop in their tokens and be part of that popular vote. So the judges are going to be, hopefully we're going to have a, a political or a community figure. So anyone out there in the EP community that would like to volunteer, please contact me on the district website. Um, we're going to have one of our school board members, our amazing superintendent, Dr. Nicholas Wade. And then all of you that attend are also judges because you're going to be able to put in your input for the popular vote. What's great is we're allowing a lot of children to shine in this and we're allowing a lot of children to win. So we're going to have high school and middle school categories. So we'll have a first, a second, and a third place for both high school and middle school categories. And then we'll also have that popular vote for high school and middle school categories. The children will win gift cards. And going along with that theme of student choice, we're going to allow them to choose what kind of gift card they want to be able to have. So for students who are kind of maybe thinking to themselves, well, when am I going to do this, right? We all are so busy. We have school commitments. We have out-of-school commitments. So the timing is perfect for this project because it's really flexible. When students are in school, this project is perfect for those moments when maybe they finish their assignment early and they're not quite sure what to do. If it's raining outside and, um, you know, sixth grade stuck inside for indoor recess, it's perfect for them to work on at that. At the high school and the middle schools, we have A-Lab and advisory. So there's lots of time just any kind of those small moments where not sure really what to do, um, it's a perfect time to start exploring their passions and pursue the project. And what's fantastic about our district being one-to-one is that our, our kiddos in grades 7 through 12 have their device at home. So they can work on this at home. It could become a family effort. Um, you know, we're encouraging everybody to work together on these projects with their families and their friends. Those sixth graders that cannot take devices home, they're lucky because they have a technology class once a week in which our fabulous technology teachers will be giving them time also to work on these projects as they complete the other parts of their curriculum. We are spending time introducing the project to all the different grade levels. So I'm actually going around and making this presentation for students, getting them excited in the project, and they're going to have Google Classrooms to join. So there'll be a Google Classroom for the middle kids, middle school kids, and there'll be a Google Classroom for our high school students. And if they're interested, they're going to go join that Google Classroom. And with our blended learning environment here, that's going to be the perfect form of communication for them. Everything they need will be in there, including the timeline, which Kristen will tell you all about. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible for anyone who wants to participate. So um, Jess and I have spent a lot of time organize everything with the Google Classroom. We've created a uh, timeline that will be posted in the Google Classroom once they've decided to uh, join it and participate in the project. So we have different um, due dates. The links are all there. So once students finally join the classroom, they'll have a brainstorming assignment to start thinking about it um, and then move forward from there. So one of the most important parts of the timeline is what we like to call the shark tank. Really, Jess? Yeah. I mean, sound effects are really important so that everyone understands what's going on. So keep going. It's going to stay on. So once students decide to participate in the project and they've started to brainstorm their ideas... Okay, i got to turn it off because I'm laughing. <laughs> All right, continue. They're brainstorming their ideas. So students are going to brainstorm their ideas and then they're going to submit those ideas for approval and to see whether or not they can move on to the district-wide event. So students will create and submit a screencastify um, and then they'll turn that into the Google Classroom where we will go through it and look at those. And the reason why we like to have this Shark Tank part of the project is that some students I know last year really had a hard time coming up with an idea. They were excited about it, but they weren't 100% sure 
what to do. So they might have just said, hey, I want to learn more about the Civil War and then just Googled that information. And that's what we're trying to avoid here. We really want students to, you know, learn something, but while also creating and pursuing those passions. <laughs> Sorry. It, anyway, what we're going for are non-Googleable exactly. ideas. That's what becomes so creative about this. So the event will take place on March 12th, 2020. And there'll be plenty of communications. I'm sure we'll do another podcast with some of the students that are participating, kids that get through the Shark Tank part of this. But the main event is on March 12th, 2020 from 6 to 8 p.m. in the EPHS gym, similar to where we had our Into the Cloud event. So we'll have plenty of communications and flyers and all sorts of things. We may be asking for some volunteers and some help. But speaking of help, another important part of this, which is where we're getting the whole entire district involved, is we are creating a list of mentors. So the mentors are administrators, staff, students who have specialties. So for example, if a student's trying to do a project about creating clean fuel for cars, we do have some kids here who are amazing in automotive repair. And so those kids would be on a mentor list and the innovators would be able to check that mentor list and communicate via our school email regarding help. So even if they don't want to be an innovator, they can be a mentor and they can help other people who are doing this project. Same thing with the teachers and same thing with the administrators. The important part of technology in this district is keeping us all connected. So this is one way in which we're going to do that. In addition to the mentors, we also have a huge folder of resources for the kiddos that have example projects. And what's great is some of these video examples are done by second graders all the way through uh, high school, middle school and high school students. So they have examples of things to look at, places to start. It puts it in broad categories, like you could do a community outreach project, you could do something with a local business. So it gives them some ideas if they can't come up with their own. This event is just another way to get the entire community involved in our entire blending learning experience here in EPCUSD. We're not saying this is a technology event, but a large part of this will require the technology to do the research and to put the project together. Just to repeat one more time, the final event will take place on March 12, 2020. That sounds like that's 15 years away, but it's literally, what, a few months? That's a few months. So mark your calendars now. Yep, EPHS gym from 6 to 8 p.m. Everyone is encouraged to attend and witness the brilliance that comes from our students here in EPCUS D401. More updates about the project can be found on our district website, and I'm sure there'll be even more podcasts to follow. Don't worry, Kristen, you're off the hook. Stop rolling your eyes and giving me that look. <laughs> Check out our station often for new and exciting stories about our district, and thank you for all you do for our community, district, and students. Until we meet next time, that is that for the Parkside Chat. Oh, thank you.